Every October, we rally around the thousands of men and women who've been diagnosed with breast cancer. And though there's been progress on the research side, pink ribbons serve as a gentle reminder that more than 42,000 patients are still dying each year from the disease, according to the CDC. In an effort to tip the scales in the other direction, the United States Preventive Services Task Force has altered its guidelines for breast cancer screening. The first change is that women should now start to get screening mammograms at age 40, 10 years earlier than previously recommended. And I think a big impetus to lower the age was the fact that we see a big health disparity in screening mammogram, with African-American women not having access to screening mammogram nearly as much as other women. And we know that African-American women are much more likely to present with aggressive breast cancers, almost twice as likely to have what we call triple negative breast cancer than white women. And African-American women are also 40% more likely to die of breast cancer than other women. That's Dr. Katherine Yao, chair of the National Accreditation Program for Breast Centers of the American College of Surgeons. She says that while this new measure will hopefully help African-American patients, the recommendation is for every woman, regardless of race or family history. Having an early diagnosis increases chances of survival and also gives patients the options of less aggressive treatments. Another way to catch it early, and an updated recommendation from the USPSTF, is making patients aware of their breast density. Breast density is the balance between the fatty tissue and the fibrous and glandular tissue of the breast, and it's seen on a mammogram. So you can't get a breast density reading unless you have a mammogram. There are four breast density readings. The highest two readings will put you into a dense category. And if you have dense breast tissue, you're at increased risk for breast cancer. Women who have dense breasts may have to undergo a different screening regimen, which is why it's important to understand your body composition. While a higher breast density can hide cancerous tissue from screenings, Yao says we don't yet know the biological connection between dense breasts and higher risks of cancer. And though the American Cancer Society reports that rates of breast cancer have been increasing, Yao says there are some recent clinical trials that are extremely promising. These trials are really practice changing and have really changed the way that we approach our breast cancer patients. And even patients who have aggressive breast cancers, we have really promising treatments. So I really think the future looks bright for our breast cancer patients. Dr. Peter Schmidt is a researcher for one of these key studies, published in the New England Journal of Medicine. He's a medical oncologist and director of the Breast Cancer Center at St. Bartholomew's Hospital in London. His specific research looks at a new type of immunotherapy to treat triple negative breast cancer. It basically helps your own body's immune system to better detect the cancer and therefore fight the cancer. Triple negative breast cancer is a subgroup of breast cancer. It's a more aggressive subgroup that so far had inferior outcome to some of the other subgroups and where we struggle to have a targeted therapy. Up until this point, the standard for care for triple negative breast cancer has been to only use chemotherapy before surgery. But this new research adds an immunotherapy into the mix called pembrolizumab. It's been used in other types of cancer treatments, particularly ones for aggressive cancer types that have more genetic mutations. Schmid says our immune system is able to better target these types of cancers because they appear much more foreign to our body. Because ultimately, our immune system detects is 
cancers that are different from the normal body. So the more different a cancer appears to the normal body structure, the more likely it is that the immune system will pack, pick up on this. The more mutations a particular cancer has, the more foreign it appears from the body's perspective. And therefore, the more proteins the cancer has that are different to the normal proteins, and therefore, the more likely the immune system is to pick up on this. And knowing that triple negative breast cancer is an aggressive subtype that has a higher rate of genetic changes made Schmidt and his team believe pembrolizumab would be an effective treatment. Their research started in patients with late stage incurable triple negative breast cancer. That's where we could establish that adding immune therapy to chemotherapy improves the time a treatment works, but also improves overall survival. But unfortunately, in advanced stages of triple negative breast cancer, we cannot achieve cure at the moment. And that's why we wanted to incorporate it into the early disease stages where we can routinely cure patients and where we're now able to cure more patients than we could before. We are curing an extra 40% of patients by adding immune therapy to chemotherapy for six months prior to surgery and then continuing with immune therapy for another six months after surgery which is giving a renewed sense of hope for people with aggressive breast cancer. However, the key to this treatment being effective is catching the cancer early. If you've never had a screening, it can be daunting trying to figure out the logistics of where to go and what tests you need. Yao says you can simplify the process by going directly to your primary care physician. And your primary care physician should get you access to screening mammogram. There are a lot of screening programs through public health departments and other organizations that women can get access to a screening mammogram. And women should know that insurance covers the screening mammogram 100%. It's considered a preventative test and it is covered 100%. So there's no cost to the patients. And for those that wanna be more vigilant about their health, especially if there's a family history of breast cancer, self exams can be easily performed. Yao advises that these home checks should be done monthly. I usually recommend that women lay down for the self-exam and you're looking for any unusual masses or skin changes or densities. And this is why it's important to do it on a monthly basis if you're going to do it, because then you will get very familiar with your normal lumps and bumps. Everybody has lumps and bumps in their breast tissue and you want to get familiar with what the normal ones are and then you will be able to detect which ones are abnormal or different. Regardless of whether you go to your annual exam or perform these monthly checks at home, knowing your body and staying on top of your health is crucial to catching a cancer diagnosis early, which will ultimately give you the best chances of survival. You can find more information about Dr. Catherine Yao, Dr. Peter Schmid, and all of our guests on our website, radiohealthjournal.org. For more behind the scenes, follow Radio Health Journal on Facebook, Instagram, and X. Our writer-producer is Kristen Farah. Our production manager is Jason Dickey. I'm Greg Johnson. Coming up next week on Radio Health Journal. I think it's really important to still understand that you can fully participate in your life. It may not look the same or feel the same, but a lot is still possible. Don't let multiple sclerosis keep you from living your life. Then, why would an innocent person confess to a crime they didn't commit? This is an innocent person who's been misidentified as guilty. It becomes a very dangerous situation for that innocent suspect. All that and more on Radio Health Journal.
I'm Elizabeth Westfield, host of Radio Health Journal. If you enjoy listening to Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show, Viewpoints, which covers a wide array of topics from education to history to the environment. Here's a preview of what they're covering this week on Viewpoints. The gap between what they make and what we make has grown so wide that it cannot justify our current conditions. They can afford to pay us and we've had enough. The average U.S. auto worker makes $28 an hour. Compare this to the $21 million the CEO of Ford received last year. Then... We all live on a spectrum. We all get a little down here and there. We might all get a little anxious here and there. That's the human experience. Getting ahead of any seasonal affective disorder symptoms this year. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in-depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. And that's Radio Health Journal for this week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more. And check Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify for a library of past programs. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and information about our guests at RadioHealthJournal.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Radio Health Journal. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.